And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. There's this thing on. One, two, my check. One, two. All right. Man, this is our city. This is our city, man. We did it, man. It's unbelievable. I feel like Black Jesus. We've seen the story before. We've seen the story Welcome before. to the Athletic NBA Show. Monday <laughs> on the Athletic Podcast Network. Yes, it wasn't in the email. Whose name was not in the email? Zion's. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that at all. So they sit at the same table when they eat sometimes. You know, we don't, you know, I don't know if they ride to practice together, probably not. Let's just not, let's not try to drive a wedge, and especially using numbers, you know, we should be more responsible than that. Especially from those that are of wealth, you know, that control the media and and our ownership position, you know, they can kind of control the narrative that how it goes out there, so I'm understanding that, you know. Do you believe? Oh, oh, do you believe? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Do you believe? I don't know if I do. Do you believe? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Do you believe? I don't know if I do anymore. Do you believe? Let me know when you have time. Alright, let's play the game. Do you believe? Guys. I do have a take. Let's open up with a joke. What do you call a cow on the floor? Anybody know? Ground beef. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention. Coming up on the show, the Lakers are in ruins. Quinn's epic rant. The East's new sleeper, Clay, calls out the bandwagon. And the Embiid double standard. Happy National Beer Day. I'm Zach Harper. Jade Hoy is producing our two contestants in this corner. From the backyards of Longmeadow, Mass. Celtics beat reporter and future author of the book, Mr. Softy, a guide to growing up in Longmeadow, Massachusetts. Jay, the kid of Peloton King. Jay, have you escaped from Canada yet? It took me a long time, but I finally got out of the hotel room I was in in Canada. Marcus, do we believe that he was stuck in a hotel room in Canada, or do we think he just wanted a little bit of a 
vacation in one of the favorite cities of the NBA. Not for a single solitary second. Single. Maybe if he got right. stuck in Alberta you, or You guys can I check the it, Uber Eats receipts, man. The Uber I Eats. I just so happened to be locked up for 10 days oh, the in one of the great cities. Yeah. The Uber Eats receipts that I'm you expense. you're not getting Uber needed, Eats uh, if, yeah. if you're able to leave the room. You're not doing three meals a day on Uber Eats. Hey man, hey man. Jason Blair wrote articles about Afghanistan from his basement, so it, it, it could happen. Wow, wow. <laughs> All right, and in this corner, Bay Area legend, author of two books about the Warriors, and a brand new book on sale now: Dynasties, the ten goat teams that changed the NBA forever. The one and only Marcus Thompson. Marcus, were you happy with the outcome of the NCAA tournament? Oh, it's over. It is. South Carolina is your women's champion and Kansas is your men's champion. So, yeah, I was, you know what? I was very excited about that. That wasn't real. There's down. no way you didn't know that NCAA tournament. I, I mean, how, how can I not? Everybody's going to talk about it like, like it's actually meaningful, like it matters. I was glad who won. How about that? I was glad South Carolina, the legend Dawn Staley, uh, beat UConn. And I was glad mm-hmm. the mystique of North Carolina of Tobacco Road took two hits. Not one, two hits. Wow. Both of them went down to Wilt Chamberlain's wow. alma mater. Wow, even with that fraud Bill Self getting the title, that's okay? The second I title? Mean, are any of them not frauds to you? Jay Wright's the only one I don't consider a fraud. The only coach in college <laughs> sports really that I don't standard. consider a fraud. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Is he just uh, less fraudian? <laughs> Or is he not a fraud? Oh, probably the former, but I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't know. No, I just know that I talked to Randy Foy about four times a year on NBA radio and he has nothing but nice things to say about Jay Wright. So I'll go off Randy Foy's word. So you, so you haven't interviewed, uh, William Avery then on, you haven't interviewed. (laughs) No, we, no, we tend to talk to NBA players, not guys who were mistakes by the Minnesota Timberwolves in the first round. Shout out to T Hud though. Yeah, I'm sure he had All great right, that's enough. That's enough banter for today. Jade, start the clock. Take one. Depreciate LeBron, fellas. The clock finally struck midnight for the 2021-2022 Los Angeles Lakers on Tuesday night, as they were officially eliminated from the playing tournament following a loss to the Suns, coupled with a Spurs win over Denver. This all with three games remaining in the regular season. Injuries and shitty play sabotage the season for the Lakers with their new look big three of LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook combining to play just 21 games together. But to be fair, Lakers were 11 and 10 in those games. The loss was LA's seventh straight loss, by the way. So let the blame game begin. So much scrutiny has been placed onto Russell Westbrook. The triple-double fall guy in his terrible season as the main reason the Lakers fell apart. It also appears that Frank Vogel's time in La La Land is coming to an end, according to reports. LeBron will have a new coach to text his starting lineups to come October. Rob Palenka, Jeannie Buss, Kurt Rambis, COVID, the Lakers mascot. Oh, wait, they don't have a mascot, but, uh, you know, cross them off the patsy list. Jade, this list is long, though. But what about LeBron who was out for the fourth time in the past five games because of soreness in his left ankle, therefore missed the post-game media session. How convenient. That left Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Anthony Davis, and soon to potentially be fired head coach Frank Vogel to answer for a season loss. Jade, play the tape. I don't know. I mean, it's obviously disappointing on many levels, but 
ain't much you can do about it at this point. Some things was, was out of our control, some things that we could control, some things we couldn't. Um, and it's, it's, it's nothing else more than we didn't get it done. I mean, you can't make no, no excuses about it. How do you manage these final three games? We'll see. You know, we'll meet with front office, um, our players, and, uh, and the coaching staff, and just kind of see, um, you know, see what's best for our group. But, um, you know, finish out the season with pride and, uh, like I said, bringing integrity to our process. This is shaping up to be the worst stint in James' history. Despite the bubble title in 2020 and the other three years in purple and gold, James' Lakers missed the playoffs twice and were eliminated in the first round. The other one, Marcus, first off, is this the biggest disappointment in NBA history? And moreover, does LeBron's Lakers run diminish his legacy in any way? Yes and no. Uh, it is. This Well, look, I, I wasn't around for all of history, but this is pretty bad. <laughs> like this is 2012, this is 2013 was pretty bad too. Yeah, that was absolutely. Too. Yeah, that was rough too. I mean, it, it's Mount Rushmore. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, especially what really gives it that mystique is that this is the 75 year. This is the year mm-hmm. that they were anointed with four of these dudes, right? And that that's what kind of yeah. really brings it. Like, wow, y'all really couldn't make the. They couldn't make it. They could. It's not that they couldn't make the eighteen playoffs, right? It's not you. <laughs> you couldn't make the ten team. You could not make the top ten. Not out of thirty. You couldn't make the top ten out of fifteen. They couldn't hold off the Spurs. Like they couldn't hold off the Pelicans, who didn't even have Zion. Yo, that is epic failure. Like that is top show. And here's the crazy part: LeBron played. 50 was six games mm-hmm. that, that the part that blows my mind in no universe ever would I have conceived that LeBron played a lot of games and played well like numerically and they would be this bad this six bad. games under 500 when he played this, this year. six bad. games under like that the part that's the jarring part uh, and I do think LeBron gets some of that yeah but also it just tell, like geez if you can't if LeBron is giving you the 30 I mean, <laughs> well, he's also given up about 40 on the other end. So 27, Jay, um, maybe not, yeah, not 40. Uh, Jeez. He's getting a 40. That man, that man did not rotate at all. Uh, Jay, I will remind you that in 2007, 2008, a year off, off of uh, shaking up the world by taking down the one seed Dallas Mavericks, the Golden State Warriors went 48 and 34 and, and missed the playoffs. playoffs in the West. Yeah, that was not the 2013, the 2013 2014 Phoenix Suns went 48 and 34 and missed the playoffs in the West. The Lakers lost out to a Spurs team that are 11 games under 500. It's it's really nuts. When Anthony Davis said the other day, like that the the disappointing part is they never got to see what they were like when healthy. It's like we saw. We saw you guys for 21 games or whatever it was when Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Russell Westbrook worked together. And they were trash. They were trash when those guys were all on the court. It, it didn't matter when they were all healthy. It, it was even more perplexing when they were all healthy. Uh, or maybe it wasn't perplexing at all. They, they, their roster around those guys is bad. LeBron, as great as he still is, like he has lost a step. And I think that actually matters. Like... He doesn't just blow by his man anymore. He doesn't force as much help as he used to. And and they just didn't build a roster worthy of anything. Russell Westbrook was 
an awful addition. Like blowing up your core to bring him on was just a bad, bad idea. And I think Bill Oram wrote a great story with an exclusive interview of of Frank Vogel. And Vogel's like, yeah, I knew we were in trouble in the preseason. <laughs> like, like it wasn't real basketball, but like you could kind of tell right away this was this was in bad mm-hmm. shape. And I think I think he knew the warning signs early. I, I knew it was done it. when Nemanja Bielitsa dominated him in the opener. I was like, this is nah, over. Hold on a second. This Nemanja is Nemanja over. Bielitsa's Professor Big Shots, man. All right. The Professor Big Shots has dominated many a super team over in Europe. Many. This this ain't Europe. This ain't Europe. You're right. Lakers would have gotten smacked in Europe as well. <laughs> I don't think they could have beat Madrid or Barcelona. I actually or- think they would have probably lost to like the top teams over there this year. Like they would not have won a championship in the ACB league, but you know, like this, this points to a couple of things. Uh, we we all, we've seen this before. This is almost like the first time it actually came to fruition, where the roster is so top heavy. You spend so much money. It's always like, what do you have left for the rest of the team? Right? We saw Miami do it. We saw that problem being with the Warriors. Remember, they're trying to get like Nick Young, and and they end the season with like three G League dudes playing in the finals, right? That's always the concern when you when you're so top heavy, but also the Lakers point out the value of like chemistry, like that stuff mm-hmm. matters more than people think. Like it, it matters a lot. And they just had, they didn't. It's not like they didn't have none. They had bad chemistry. Like at some point, every game, Malik Monk is like, "Man, y'all trash. I got this." <laughs> and he just decided to take over. Hey, man, that man's playing for a contract. Right? Like, he's like, look, y'all Get don't want to play. Yeah. I got this. Let's go. I think also being so top heavy when Anthony Davis has always been an injury issue and LeBron James is 37 and and Russ is old and, and he's not at all what he used to be. So it's like top heavy and relying on guys who aren't dependable anymore. As the, Like LeBron's still dependable, but the other guys just aren't. And Anthony Davis the last couple of years are just like, it's it's been pretty bad considering his standard. Uh, I, I honestly don't know what to do, what this team should do. Like I see no path for them. I, honestly, if if I were them, and I'm not even being, I, I'm not even just just saying this. Like I actually mean this. I would strongly consider trading LeBron and Anthony Davis because then you can replenish the the draft picks that you've lost. You can. You're the Lakers still, so you're gonna be in contention for top free agents, whether it's this summer or, or next. So I, I honestly think that's a path they they should at least consider this summer. But I don't think they will because they're the Lakers and they love having yeah. the stars. But I think I'd, I'd go like, with it, everything's got to be on the table. <laughs> I'd go with the Anthony Davis part. They got to figure out a way to restock the the farm system. Right, in a sense, they just have nowhere else to go. But what else would anybody want on that roster? Like, it's got to be one of Austin them. Austin Reeves is that dude. I, but I'm saying he's a keeper, right? <laughs> That's the guy you keep in the farm system, unless you yeah. get three picks for him, right? <laughs> you can't be talking about what who's important on the Lakers, and the first thing that comes up is Austin Reeves is that dude. How is that not Dylan the situation Tucker is though? the man. He's not, Don't though. We've seen Horton that Tucker, all yeah. season. That contract he was a mistake. Does. Good for him getting paid. But, my God, I don't think that's how that works. Uh, by the way, Lakers, uh, that first-round pick, it, it, 
it goes to New Orleans. They don't even get their own top 10 pick. If it's outside the top 10, though, it goes to Memphis. So, you know, they don't they don't get their pick at all. Um, Magic Johnson was on TV talking about how they could have had DeRozan just kind of rubbing it in that they didn't do that. Just recklessly, recklessly talking about the salary cap as if he was Vladi Divac. Like, none of what Magic said was possible. Hold on. They couldn't get DeRozan. They couldn't keep uh, Caruso and (laughs) KCP and still get, you know, Buddy Heald. No, none of that stuff was possible. Uh, Maybe you could have gotten DeRozan, but I don't don't think that – I don't know if the – if the Spurs were dying to acquire Montrez Harrell and Casey, how happy do you think Frank Vogel is that he's about to get fired? Like to get out of there, man. Like you got to. I I think collect your check, get out of there, reset. You're a championship coach now. You'll go get another job. You're good. No, I don't think anyone reasonable is blaming the season on you. You know, They've seen the you know who's really happy. Jason Kidd. <laughs> yeah. Jason Kidd. <laughs> Jason Kidd is the winner out of this, What the baby. kids call a coaching glow-up right there. Uh, that is exactly what's happened. Hey, speaking of things falling apart, take two. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Everybody building the big ships and the boats. Some are building monuments. Others are jotting down notes. Everybody's in despair. Every girl and boy. But when Quinn the Eskimo gets here, everybody jump for joy. Come on, come all without, come all within. Come all within. Not see nothing. with a tightly gripped piece of paper, and I mean a firm grip of that piece of paper. Utah head coach Quinn Special Forces Snyder walked up to the podium ready to defend his team Tuesday night or before he even sat down to answer questions. Quinn Snyder launched into what would end up being nearly a 20-minute tirade against two narratives that had grown over the last couple of days. Jade, play the 20-minute... No, okay, I'll just read a quote. A lot of times people use numbers to tell a story. And it's important to do that responsibly, Snyder said. Snyder took issue with the stats people are using to claim the Jazz are a poor closing team and how Donovan Mitchell doesn't pass to Rudy Gobert. Storylines he called, quote, not true, and quote, ridiculous. Okay, Jade, play the tape, but not all the tape, all right? We got, we got listeners to think about here. We're trying to drive a wedge between two players, you know, and maybe that's not the intent, but I think we all could agree that writing about Rudy... Donovan not passing to Rudy and responding to a still shot picture and say, well, there it is. There's proof. 
You know, like, show me a few others where he's going like this and Rudy's dunking. The inference there is that he doesn't pass to him and there's a problem between the two of them. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that at all. So they sit at the same table when they eat sometimes. You know, we don't... You know, I don't know if they ride to practice together. Probably not. Let's just not, let's not try to drive a wedge, and especially using numbers. You know, we should be more responsible than that. Tom Lay of the Defector wrote this, quote, Different coaches have different philosophies for handling the media, but it's hard to find anything useful in the head coach of a perennially successful team rambling for nearly 20 minutes in an attempt to refute some mildly critical coverage from the local media. We can't get into all the statistical nuance Snyder was refuting or disputing because it's a lot. But what is there to really dig into? By the way, you didn't mind those dumbass screen assist awards being thrown out there for Rudy Gobert every year when you're trying to hype him up, did you, Quinn? Imagine if he went on a 20-minute rant about how screen assists don't matter. <laughs> well, that been I would have had better. more respect for him. <laughs> Here's another quote. They kick ass in the regular season and flame out in the playoffs. Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert don't really seem to like each other that much. And Quinn Snyder has a very intense face. He does have an intense face. Quote, all these things have been apparent for several years now. So, Jay, what is happening? Is this Quinn Snyder pulling the fire alarm or lighting a cigarette, walking out of the hospital, flicking it onto the pool of gasoline and walking away as it all blows up? This is what you do when you have sensitive superstars. And and when those sensitive superstars have clearly have rabbit ears and, and have been listening to all the coverage, they've been reading all the stuff about them, they've been seeing all the criticism. And and Quinn Snyder must have thought, I've gotta I've gotta stand up for my guys. They're they're clearly in a place where they're they're wobbly as a team. Their entire infrastructure is being threatened at the very least. And the, the best part of the whole rant, though, was when he said that Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell sometimes eat lunch at the same table. That's like, the standard. That's the standard, Jay. Th- that's like that's like that's like the guy who'll be like, oh yeah, I'm not racist. I, I got a black friend. It's like it's like <laughs> no, those guys don't dislike each that. other. That, they sometimes they wor- sometimes <laughs> eat right? lunch at that, the same he, table. He said, I'm not a racist. At least you got the friend. He said, yeah. I'm not a racist. I've been in the same room with a black guy. Like that's <laughs> that's what he said basically. <laughs> I, I, I've had I once sat at the cafeteria <laughs> table with a black. They sit at the same table when they eat. Sometimes it was even worse. <laughs> was, I'm not a racist. I, I, I live I, in the same city believe. as a black person. Yeah, I can't they, be can't, they can't possibly hate each other. They're on a flight together every other day. I haven't seen that at all. So they sit at the same table when they, <laughs> they eat. They sat three rows away from each other on the team plane. Like you gotta be. Kidding they once me. played cards. You gotta be kidding me. They sometimes sit sit and eat lunch together at the fucking facility. I haven't seen that at all. So they sit at the same table when they eat. Like, come on, Quinn. Come on, Quinn. You got to know how that's going to be taken. You got to be smarter than that. When I read that quote, I oh, was I was no lie, cry, crying, laughing. I was in in a hotel room, crying, laughing, like tears coming down my face. <laughs> that was your saving grace, stuck in Toronto that, for a that, week. That with was COVID. all I had the whole the whole time I was stuck in Toronto. All I had was Quinn Snyder. <laughs> Saying that Rudy yeah. Gobert and Donovan, who cares if they pass the ball to each other? Who cares if Donovan Mitchell will pass matter. the ball to Rudy Gobert when he's wide open underneath the hoop with a six-three dude on him? They ate lunch because together a couple times over the past the five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 
I don't see the problem. <laughs> uh, his his logic sounds perfectly justified for people. Checks who out hate to me, head. guys. <laughs> yeah, totally checks out. They've had a they've had a weird season, man. Because yeah. if you didn't look at the quotes and the the apparent disharmony, like if you just looked at the the overall statistical profile, like their their net rating, their offensive rating, which I think still tops the league, right? If it's not tops, it's very close. You could yeah. you could convince yourself that that this team has a chance to contend. But but then you pay attention to what's actually going on and all the blown leads and and the guys sniping at each other. It's like that's a team that's mm-hmm. in trouble. That is a team that could be headed for severe changes. And Quinn Snyder, man, I, I mean, God bless him for trying. But but twenty minutes about advanced stats and then throwing in there that they sit eat lunch together. I I've never seen a, a more comical up there. Twenty minutes, a uh, twenty minutes. I haven't seen that at all. So they sit at the same table when they eat sometimes. It was, mm-hmm. of course, yeah, it probably, it probably equals all <laughs> great press conferences of all time. If you add them together. <laughs> he, like, he had a, he had a <laughs> sheet long. with stats on it. Like, come on, yeah. he, he prepared for this. Like it was a, like it was a lab report. He put together a lab report. Some intern did all that. Here's a quick stat, which I find amazing. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Marcus has passed the ball to Rudy Gobert 153 times this year, right? 153 times. Uh, Nikola Jokic has passed to Michael Porter Jr. this year 83 times. Michael Porter Jr. played five games. I was going to say he didn't play, <laughs> but yeah, wow. Right. I mean, nah, but hey, how many times did he pass? So lunch together, how many times you know? did he pass the salt, though? You got to put question, that in there. You, know? you got to put that in there. That's a great question. How many times did they eat lunch together? I mean, you know how many <laughs> times he passed the potatoes? Like, <laughs> add that to the mix. He passed the salt. Like, come on. He sure did. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I've never heard anything like that. Man. Jay, that's an all-time propaganda technique right like I, you know me i was big on the post game propaganda last year as guys are going out after games to get extra shots up and it was simply because the cities were shut down right they couldn't go to clubs they couldn't go to these places afterwards and so it's like well this will look good for the media this will the fans will eat this up let's do some post game propaganda let's get some shots up make sure cameras see it make sure reporters talk about it but marcus nothing tops what propaganda how can i spin this um Shit, I know I saw Rudy and Donovan at the same lunch table yesterday. Do you think he had, like, all these stats listed, and then he's like, Rudy and Donovan ate lunch? Like, that was a note on, on his sheet of paper that he had prepared? I just like to imagine that it's Rudy just complaining about the lunch the whole time, like, this isn't French cuisine. <laughs> this is bullshit. Like, I can't believe we have to eat this. And Donovan just like, uh-huh, and just eating his tacos and just waiting for, <laughs> waiting for lunch to be over so he can go. They were the only two guys in the in the lunchroom. Here's why this is bad, though, man. Here's why it's bad? Some, like, he's got to know that this only confirms everything that everybody's saying. You know, mm-hmm. like, he's better off going out there telling the truth. That would be better. Right, it would be better to say, you know what, they don't like each other, but neither did Kobe and Shaq, and we're gonna, yeah, win. you know, what I'm saying like, we'll yeah, we're gonna make too. it work. Yeah. Part of the, I, mean, I think you're right. You know, when Jay says 
like he could he's got sensitive stars and he could see how this is impacting them. So he's trying to be defensive, but that doesn't work. Like sensitive stars don't win. He needs to unsensify them. Un- no, mm-hmm. desensitize. No, that's not it. Like what? A- pick a word where you make something sensitive, unsensitive. Abrace abrasiveness. <laughs> he needs to. A brave he needs to them. harden them. Harden them. Right? He needs, Come on, that's yeah. too easy. That's Build some calluses. I was, for, some calluses. I was going for something a little bit more, you know, elites. But I can't come with it, so we're going to go with Harden. And that's what I get. Yeah, so you said desenses. Desenses then. We thought that, that, was, that was the elite verbiage uh, yeah, there. Okay. That, was that, a, yeah. that, was a big, that was a big miss. That was very Quinn Snyder. But it was. But at least it didn't take you 20 minutes to come up with it on a rant. <laughs> but that's, the problem is he needs to, like, stop catering to them. Like, he's like, cut it out. You can win a championship like that. By, by the way, look, I'm not trying to be rude or throw anyone in the butt. The Utah media is very kind to this team and very supportive and overly protective of this team. To, like, go after local media for that shit? Yeah. Come on, man. I mean... To, to, they've done you enough favors over the last five six years like get out of here with that. Exactly. what do you say he's like what are we we blow a lot of leads but like we we have we are always leading up to the third quarter so like what are we supposed to just be trailing after the third quarter instead it's like no man like no you can just hold, hold your lead, lead he's like, like, just, he's look like, at the suns i don't think blow a lead you gotta get the suns have lost the fourth quarter lead all year long <laughs> the, the suns are undefeated when they enter the fourth with a lead i'm pretty sure like yeah. Just, just stop it's blowing, just the wrong fight. Leads. It's the wrong fight. The, it's, it's, he it's the should be figuring it out with against, his team. Against the wrong yeah, opponent. Like, the local a, jazz media is like so soft on you, man. Like, get out yeah, of here. Well, here here's get who's not here gonna be that. soft on them. Whoever they play in the first round. That's who mm. that's who won't be soft on them. And you know, I, people are probably they want to play the jazz right now. If it's Warriors Jazz, I hope Draymond Green has a live count oh, going we need, of passes we need from mic. Donovan to Rudy Gobert. We need a mic. Oh, Warriors God. Jazz. Oh, it's it's. I'll be there. <laughs> I'll, I'll go on my own dive. If it's I, Jazz, I just want to be they, in the best. Pay per view mic'd up. Pay per view mic'd up. Draymond Green. How much money would that be? Yeah, they. I'll give you a thousand dollars. Get for the seven game series. Like I'm, I'm in. I would, I would do it too. Draymond yeah. is going All right. in. Let's go to a good team. Take three. Raptors playoff ready. In news north of the border, the Raptors clinched a playoff spot with a 118-108 victory over the Atlanta Hawks on Tuesday. Pascal Siakam, 31-13. Scotty Barnes, 19-14. Toronto has won 12 of their last 15. Red hot heading into the playoffs. With the East so tightly packed, the Raptors might not know their postseason opponent just yet until the final games are played on Sunday. But as of right now, we will be the 76ers. The Raptors will host playoff games at Scotiabank Arena for the first time since the thrilling 2019 NBA championship run. Marcus, are the Raptors the new sleepers of the East? And we're about to find out which players and coaches aren't vaccinated because you can't go north of the border if you're not. This is why the success of the Raptors is the best thing that could happen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for the league. To, to just expose everyone. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, look, like, first off. Hey, these are the stragglers right here. First off, it's uh, the best thing is that they, they've distanced themselves from the play-in, right? Because can mm-hmm. you imagine? Adam Silver was probably waking up in the middle of the night 
with with sweats about this idea of Kyrie going to <laughs> Toronto and not being able to play, and the Nets getting knocked out because you know, or knocked to the next round anyway. But I do think teams like the Raptors, uh, you know, even like obviously Miami has always been that team. Like that's what makes the East so tough. Like there's no mm-hmm. easy outs. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to try you. Unless I, I know makes Brad. It. Yeah, Cleveland. But that's just due to injuries. Yeah, right. Like they like they miss it. They're down three starters. Like I do feel like Cleveland is probably well. You know, I don't, Chicago might might not be that great of a fight either. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. but <laughs> Cleveland and Chicago are clearly like the weak links. Like even if the Hawks make it, you don't want to play the Hawks, right? Uh, no, so Hawks, Hawks, Hawks are all incredible. One. Yeah. But I do feel like, like you know, while Brad Stevens was being uh, anointed as the greatest coach of all time, like Nick Nurse's hype was legit, right? This dude mm. has managed to turn this into the five seed. To me, that's impressive. Pascal Siakam was done. Remember, he's supposed to be getting traded to the Warriors. Like, they were trying to dump him. <laughs> Scotty Barnes' drafting was supposed to be his end. But this team, yeah. they always play hard on defense. They always execute. Scotty Barnes is, is revolutionary the way he can play defense as a rookie. And I just think this is one of those teams in the middle pack. They won't win a title, but the title, whoever goes through them, they will earn it. They will have earned that. And to me, that's great. Like, that is an incredible, like, role or value as they grow. Like, they're going to beat somebody tough. Or they're going to put somebody yeah. tough. Philly don't want to see them in the first round. Philly does Philly not want to see them. They might beat Philly. Look. Look, you know me. I love me some heat culture, but Raptors culture, J. King. Raptors culture you, might be coming back. Hey, Jay is all in, in on Raptors culture. He, I, he just spent how many days partying yeah, in Toronto? Yeah, he's, he's, all, he's, he's all in. Toronto, yeah, man. You guys put this, I swear you put this all, topic just to make me Park relive the nightmare. <laughs> I, I was sitting in a hotel room with a view of the, the Blue Jays stadium, and that's all I saw for, for like – Nine days was just the Blue Jays Stadium, just that field. Allegedly. It was it was horrible, man. But anyway, the Raptors, they they they're a unique team in that they can go super. Small. I respect you trying to keep selling this. By the way, I respect that. The yeah, no, it's a, it, look, he commits to. The I respect bit. It's, that. It's yeah, very you know what I'm important. Yeah. I understand the bosses might be listening. I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a podcast on the network. Of course, they might check it out. You never know. They were the the Raptors. They're a unique team, and they can go super small and still be huge. Like they're big everywhere. They're it's mm-hmm. it's six eight and super long everywhere. And Scotty Barnes is on the list of players that when you see him in person, it is just different. Like John Moran is like that because no matter how fast you can tell he is, how explosive you can tell he is on TV, once you see him in live, you're like, oh my god, Scotty Barnes. Yeah is similar to that, but just with his size. Like, he, he is enormous. He is, he is like, like LeBron size on Like, he is huge. He's built. And and they have a lot of guys, like OG, Pascal, Scotty Barnes. They, they, they play small, that young, throw him in there. Like, they play without a center, and they're still huge. And, and that's, going to be tough to play against in the playoffs because that gives you so much versatility. Then you have Van Vliet into it, and and he can guard a ton of different positions even though he's six feet tall or whatever it is. And so I just think 
their versatility is is different and and sets them apart and will make yeah. them tough to score against in a playoff series. I still don't think they have enough like shot making. Like Siakam's been awesome, but like when it comes down to it, final possession, close game, the other team has a great defense and they're locked in. Like who do you trust on that team to be able to create a shot and make it? That that's my only question about that team. Like other than that, if they had one like let's say Kawhi Leonard, like but but <laughs> if they had one well, I'm, I'm saying, top seventy five player of all if time, if they had like, one man. one guy who could get it, go get his own yeah. shot and make it, like I'd feel a lot better about that versus like Siakam, who I don't really trust in that role as good as he's been. Now, Marcus, if you were embedded in a city for two and a half weeks and, you know, allegedly just in a hotel room, what do you think the the word count on a feature would be expected of you, right? Like if you're 12, in a place 000. for like what? 12,000. 12,000. Or like two 8,000 word features. You, know uh, you sounded pretty damn fine. And like, I don't know about life threatening when you double double vaxxed and boosted and everything and you saying oh man i wish i could hoop right man. now and i you know i wish i could be home and i like it didn't sound that life threatening yeah, i had you to know? cover a game from my i had to watch the game through my ipad and, and cover the game like that that's that that was my life i was watching on my from, ipad from a league pass league pass passwords league pass passwords don't work i had to borrow <laughs> eric kareen's league pass password so that I could actually watch League Pass in Canada. Mm. Shout out to Eric yeah. Kareem, by the it way. Is, that dude is an it, awesome absolutely. dude. He propped the iPad yeah. into a lot of yeah. sparkling water bottle. Eric Kareem, Eric Kareem's been in Toronto almost as long as you have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's That, that dude sure. was amazing to me. Shout out to him. Curious question. I wonder, how, how much do you think last year's kind of uh, exile has, you know, helped the fabric of this team? I mean... They're so good on the road, un- uncharacteristically good. Like, yeah, they're yeah. like, like, like a twenty-four they road wins. 70, they played seventy-two. Yeah, they played seventy-two road games. Yeah, I think that like could have broken they, them. They aren't bothered at all. Yeah, that that could have yeah. broken them. Like Pascal Siakam, how bad was he? He he came off second team All NBA and was nothing like himself. Like terrible, like yeah. zero like himself. He got suspended for a game after beefing with Nick Nurse. I think it was. So they went through some shit last year. They're the All Shawshank right, time for Raptors. take four. Clay, Shawshank is just you getting out of Toronto. That's all that was. All right, Clay says, get your ass out of here. And yet another bizarre press appearance Tuesday night. Clay Thompson went off on bandwagon warrior fans in a nine-minute press appearance. What in the Quinn Snyder is going on? Thompson dropped the mic on Tuesday after practice, addressing trolls on social media to demand nothing short of a win every night and a championship every season. Clay sent some love to the longtime Warriors fans while calling out the bandwagoners. Jade, play the tape. Man, nobody's appreciated by the fans. Fans are so... (laughs) Fans, man. The real fans know what's up. I'm talking about the fans prior to winning championships who sat through many years of... many years of just not winning, but these new fans who come around and expect greatness and they weren't anywhere to be found prior they can get away they can they, we can forget those folks they don't they don't deserve to rep the warriors huh it's yet another exhibition of a player caring more about the noise than the signal mind you the warriors are in the midst of a 50 win season they're waiting on steph to return from injury but should be in pretty good shape for a little title run there marcus what you do about nothing or are the warriors cracking under the pressure of social media 
No, I think this is Clay re- responding to all the people who are <laughs> wondering about his shot selection. You know, there's a lot of people who mm. are thinking maybe Clay should come off the bench. And what's the other guy? Uh, what's the guy who's doing David really Lee? well? You remember? Bob no, Sura? the guy I've been telling you about all <laughs> Jason year. Richardson? Was it? Mike Dunleavy oh, Jr.? Sure. Uh, <laughs> Earl Boykins? No, like... <laughs> yeah, Glenn has a boogie. You want him out of the booth, into the into the lineup? Now, there are a lot of people who've watched, like, Jordan Poole kind of blow up, and they're like, maybe maybe he should start instead of Clay. And I think Clay is like, hold mm. on, man. You're not, about to, you're not about to act like I didn't save this franchise. Like yeah, you see what's times. happening here? A lot, a lot of people a lot have been of saying people. this. Uh, you know, a lot Enough of people. Enough to get Clay calling out half the fans. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, probably 33% of this podcast have been saying that stuff, nah. you know? <laughs> no way, buddy. <laughs> I, I ride, nah, Clay, you can't, you can't dismiss Clay like that. I do think there's a lot of Warriors fans who's like, Clay has come back and he hasn't been exactly Clay. And in his mm. mind, He's still Clay, so he's operating like he's still that same guy, but the game just isn't yeah. there yet, which is reasonable, right? It make he ain't played in two and a half years, so you know he needs the space to work it out. But but he's taking shots like he's still like it's still Game Six in Oklahoma City, and that's just not but, who he is. And so people are complaining about. It. So he, to me, that was him. The question was about Bielitsa, right? That's the funny part. <laughs> Right. Yeah. The question That's was about Bielitsa. I didn't see the question. Like, That's incredible. Yeah. They asked him because, you know, like, Bielitsa. Hold on a damn minute. <laughs> Belly gets some criticism. So they like, he's like, man, fans don't know nothing. Then he goes on his rant. But but he brings it back to like, man, if you were there in Oakland, then you understand, right? If you were there before the yeah. winning. So he's crediting people who essentially have the patience to go through the struggles before you get the reward. And that's, that to me, if I'm putting on my psychological hat, Clay saying, "Forget all y'all who don't want to go with me on the struggle. You ready to cast me aside right. because you're gonna be back on my team when I'm back to who I used to be." I, I think it's I lost mean, sometimes. Like the more I'm in this, the more I realize how hard it is to win in the NBA. Like, like the, the guys who are great, the teams that are great year after year. It's such a mental commitment to being that at that level. It, it like you really have to 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 like back to backs you have to be ready you have to and 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 so i i get when a guy like clay thompson's like and it still don't we, guarantee you wins though jay that's the crazy part you can do like, it all still like lose. I, I did i went through two years of rehab I, I had i had two horrible injuries i had it was probably one of the most trying times of his life, if not the most trying. I, I, I have no idea what he's been through personally. But then he comes back, and because he's not right right away, guys guys are at him. It's like, of course he's not going to be right also, right away. But do you know what he's, he's done over the last two good. years to get himself yeah. to this point where he's out there and he's still capable of going off? He just went wild against the Jazz the other night. Um he he occasionally eats lunch with Steph and Draymond, from what I've heard. So, I, I, mean, I he I, does sit at the table. <laughs> yeah, well, but does does he eat lunch with Bielitsa and Jordan Poole? That's the real question. Did you, you, you see know? that Jordan Poole hug with Clay? I, I, Did you see that? I think we just found Marcus's next feature on the Athletic. Make sure you subscribe. Inside the Warriors, and don't forget, and don't forget for the twelve thousand word feature about Toronto Raptors from Jay King coming up next week. Yeah, nope. I hope if I have to go back to <laughs> Toronto for a playoff series, man. 
You gonna see Don't a bunch of your just old friends you made. Yeah. Yeah. I made no friends. You gonna the get the crew, crew back together. Inside the crew back together. The walls in my hotel room. Like, oh shit, JC, get his table Toronto ready. Marriott City Center, man. That's my only friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I don't think Clay should worry about. And they don't even well, have ESPN in Canada, though. I, I cannot stress TSN. enough how yeah. bad it Shout was to, to have the quarantine in Toronto of all places. Like, great city, yeah. great oh, city. No. I love the city, but being in a hotel room where most of my streaming services didn't work, Amazon Prime didn't work, Hulu didn't work, Netflix, I think, was like the only one that worked. I couldn't get Xfinity working. Like, they have no ESPN in the whole the whole country. Right. No ESPN. The national how, did you get, how did you get by without the final four? Without hourly LeBron talks. How did you get by without that? The final four, I, I swear to God, they did not have. On my hotel TV, they did not have the Final Four in HD. Like this was like the 1990s, man. <laughs> you ain't got I'm a VPN, bro. It without HD, it's on yeah, TSN three, TSN one. There was some national curling championship. You can't even make this shit up. And hey, get a VPN, dude. That's your lesson. Hold on. What we're not gonna do? What we're not gonna do is throw curling under the bus. Okay, that is exciting. Curling, I wish we had that on TV. Fun. Curling is great. Twenty four seven. But man, yeah. it was the Final Four, and then they had the knockoff halftime show. Talking about Cooch K, like, <laughs> Cooch. hold on a second, Cooch K. That's a different. You know, the, the, the Canadian accent, right Abu, Cooch K. You know, like, let's just make sure we bleep that out. All right, take five. Here's where that lane she comes that into pass. play, right there. Yeah, like in those other games, as she was finishing in the lane, the length of of the, of the cocks is long. You can't help it. Can't help it. There it is again. There it is again. Cooch K. I'm telling you, it was just cool. A lot of I've Cooch K that video. Yeah, I've seen that video. Uh- Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Take five, Philadelphia <laughs> 76ers star Joel Embiid says he doesn't know what else he has to do to win the MVP award this season after scoring 44 points in a 112-108 victory over the Cleveland Cavaliers on Sunday night. He made 17 free throws. Added 17 rebounds, five blocks, made three threes, had three assists in 38 minutes of action. Quote, if it happens, great. If it doesn't, I don't know what I have to do. I'll feel like they hate me. I feel like the standard for guys in Philly, or for me, is different than everyone else. Marcus, do voters for the NBA's most prestigious individual award hold the Sixers star to a steeper evaluation curve? Absolutely. He's got Whoa! absolutely. Whoa! Absolutely. The fascination. Look, you know why? I no, I'm messing with you. But I do think there is a part of it where if you are expected to be an MVP player, like then mm-hmm. the voters are like, they're not so easily impressed. But if you sure. if you come from back door, if you come out of nowhere, it's just more impressive, right? Uh, the truth is, him and Jokic are on par with each other. They're having par, like incredible seasons, right? You could go. Giannis you know, should be right there. Giannis with should them. be like, in the We're mix, about right? to Kawhi Leonard, Giannis here, yeah. by, and I don't know why. No question, right? Giannis is, you know, Giannis is probably the MVP, but. I still think there's this awe with Jokic that you don't get with Embiid because Embiid's always been incredible. We expected him, and I think you still look, Jokic you still look at Jokic. Season. I know. I, I don't understand Nobody. it either, but there's still like a – there's also, still some uh, – Hold what on you, a second. There, there's still a bit of like uh, novelty to Jokic. And I can oh, see – Sure. Well, I, 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 mean, I, can, I can feel I you. W- I wonder why that I, is. I can hear you from the sense <laughs> that he's just like this, this doughy – Doughy white. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I do think nobody expected Jokic to be MVP, and he still get for sure. But at this point, he has been, and he is. So, like, what what are we doing here? Right? I agree. Like, what I, are we doing? I, but you should talk to your fellow media members who are like, "Oh my God, did you see the?" Oh, I don't. Oh, oh, Marcus, yeah, I don't know if no, you know I, this, but I don't get I don't get hit up for straw polls. Uh, 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 you know, despite being a voter four years in a row, I don't get hit up for that shit. I wonder why. But um, let me say this, okay? <laughs> is it okay? that it's fucking hard to win MVP. Is it okay that there's competition that Jokic is up there and Giannis is up there and Devin Booker's probably undervalued and Luka and Tatum have come on and Morant was great and all this. Like, is it okay that there is actual conversations and questions about who the MVP is? Or do we just have to kowtow to every damn candidate that there is? Do we have to be like, oh, yeah, I don't know why Embiid wouldn't be MVP. I don't know, because there's fucking other great players this season, and it happens. You might win, you might not, but there isn't some thing against you. It's that it's hard to win MVP. You know what? You know what? You know what's the craziest one is this person should be in the conversation. Which conversation? 
Like who? Oh my God. How yeah. do you know he's not? Are we counting the conversations? Yeah. Are we exactly. are we monitoring water coolers across the land? Hey, hey, hold on, exactly. man. You've given seven minutes to Jokic. You should give at least two to Devin Booker. Like, what does this mean in the conversation? I don't even. I don't. What does it, that mean? Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it means. I'll tell you what it means. It means I'm I'm not going to pick this person as MVP because they shouldn't be the MVP. But, but maybe this will get them into the top five voting. That's, that's what, what it means. means. Yeah, that's that's pretty much yeah. what it means, man. Put me in the yeah. top five. Cause you know why? If you thought he was the MVP, you wouldn't say oh, he should be in the conversation. You'd he should be MVP. MVP. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think Giannis is in the conversation for MVP. I think he's the MVP right now. I also think if Jokic and Embiid win, perfectly justifiable. I think they're all deserving of MVP. The 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 thirst for adoration from randoms is amazing for from these dudes like they just like <laughs> but it's not even it's not even that it's a hope that the player will see it <laughs> that's what it is okay that's you know, what it you is you know why they can't see it probably because of all the other adoration they have because they're already millionaires because everybody caters to their every move yeah. that's probably why they can't see the conversation in whatever Idaho about how great Devin Booker is because you know what their lives are full of adoration so you know what you mm-hmm. might have missed the conversation we're having about how great Joel Embiid is you want to cater to somebody J King you cater to the voters Here, here's, don't here's, cater to the, to the players if Giannis wanted to talk like this and Giannis Giannis came out and said it's it's harder for me I didn't get a chance last year because I I'd screwed up in the playoffs the year before I don't get a chance this year because now everybody expects it out of me. Like if Giannis came out and said this, I could kind of sympathize with him. No, I still think that's whining, man. Like that's like it's hard to win MVP. Do you know why that's the okay. 76ers haven't had an MVP since Allen Iverson won it in I think 2001? Because they've never had great teams. They haven't been to the conference finals since then. To the conference finals. So so that's why, right. Joel, like and this year, the reason why he's probably not going to win MVP is because Nikola Jokic is having an all-time season. And and so is Joel well, oh, Embiid, and so is Giannis. Yeah. They're all deserving candidates. But if he doesn't yeah. win MVP, it's not because people are g- giving it a hard time for the guy from Philly. It's not because there's anything wrong with Joel Embiid. The guy is awesome. Like, everyone knows he's dominant. Everyone knows he's worked on his conditioning and worked on his passing out of the double teams and become yeah. even more of a force than he always has been. Be, like, worked on his face-up game, everything. But And we all have respect for that. I think there's not anyone alive who doesn't have respect for what Joel Embiid has done. But it's just right. Nikola Jokic is also having an all-time but, season. But, Jay, also for three months, everyone's saying, well, it's Embiid's award. So what are we doing? Well, now, well, like, now for three months we of realize the season. Philly. Oh, that's right. We were like, oh, wait, that's we Joel like, Embiid. Oh, yeah, he yeah, plays yeah. for, he Philly, plays for so the 76ers. We got to cut that out. Sorry, yeah. we need to discard him from, from right. potentially winning. We got to do He's that. He's got yeah. Philly time. He may end. He hangs out with Meek Mill. He, he may had lunch with Meek Mill. He, he may end up winning MVP. Like, I don't know how that's going to shake out. Like, I don't know how seriously to, to look at a straw poll with that stuff. Like, I, I don't know. He may end up winning. I know for much of the season, he, everyone say, well, it's his award. And I was like, I don't know. Giannis and Jokic are pretty good. And now when people say it's Jokic's award, I'm like, I don't know. Giannis and Embiid are pretty good. Like, it's possible. It's just possible. I do kind of feel bad for him, though, because he's put on, like, an MVP push. 
like he had 44 a couple of games ago. He had 45. He's yeah. had he's averaging 30 something, like well above 30 some something for the last 10 games or so. And then Jokic is just like, oh, 30, 15, and 12. Oh, th- 32, 18, and nine. Like Jokic is just standing right there with him, taking it, taking it punch for MVP punch. And so, <laughs> honestly, those guys are playing just out of their minds right now. They've both been playing at an MVP yeah. level all year, and they've both been playing better than they have the rest of the season over over the last ten games or so. So, the, this MVP race is awesome. Honestly, like it, you know who isn't out here begging for MVP. One. You know who hmm. isn't out here begging for MVP love. Who? Devin Booker, Steph Curry, you know John ja Morant. That's because they well, know Steph they are getting for MVP love. You see, fifty so, game, fifty game stretch so, and shoot that. So when is not getting it? The the, the precursor here. Here's the thing: you don't get it, you're a loser. That's what that means. Everyone who doesn't win is a loser. Out here, that's what that means. Winners ain't out here. And everyone and everyone hates you. Everyone hates you if you didn't win it. Go win. They hate you. That's why you didn't win. Breaking news: We are throwing into the show. After recording this, LeBron James has spoken about Steph Curry, who he'd want to play with moving forward. He said, Steph Curry, Steph's the one I want to play with for sure. In today's game right now, it's Steph, man. I love everything about that guy. Lethal. When he gets out of his car, you better guard him right from the moment he pulls up to the arena. You might want to guard him when he gets out of bed. Marcus. Break down. How do the Warriors get LeBron James? Well, clearly LeBron agrees with Jay that there's there's no next move for the Lakers. There's an issue, yeah. <laughs> He's like, so Jay, take take solace, my take solace, my brother. LeBron agrees with you yeah. that there's no hope. Yeah. So uh, Wiggins in the first, get it done. Wiggins in a your first coming with LeBron, right? Because you got to attach it to to get him off the off the Lakers. Yeah, LeBron in a first for Wiggins. No, 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 no. I think I think I think the Warriors will do them a solid. Hey man, here's Wiggins in the first. Go ahead and take this. Okay, this is you know what? Here's why. Now, 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 hold on. If Bob Myers uh, or if if Rob Palenka, let's assume he still has a job. uh, If Rob Palenka says, "Hey, I need Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins." For LeBron, no way Bob Myers can do that. Right? You can't go with Jordan Poole. That'd be tough. That's their crown jewel of drafting in a, in a stretch where they don't have very many. <laughs> right? This is tough. this is classic LeBron. <laughs> this is classic LeBron. Like oh, classic. Here's what's gonna happen. Bill Bill Warren's gonna write a story about how Le- LeBron is trying to is is throwing out signals that he would like to go to the Warriors or something like that. And then LeBron's going to be like, wait, 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 wait. How is everyone extrapolating that I want to play for the Warriors? I was just asked about that. And I I said I wanted to play. I would play with Steph. It's like this is this is this is the drama. And then to do it with the with the classic dad joke, like you better better guard him when he gets out of the car. Just (laughs) just perfect LeBron. Perfect LeBron. But it's perfect LeBron. Honestly, like see y'all missing the the Lakers should consider something like that. The Lakers should Y'all consider the it. Big story here. The Lakers should consider Wiggins, Wiggins, and Jordan Poole for LeBron Wiggins, James. Wiggins, Wiseman, Kaminga picks. A like, second round, heavily protected. There's a deal second. to be made there if, if they want to if they want it to happen. No. Oh, Wiggins and Wiseman. Would you do it for Wiggins and Wiseman? Wiggins, Wiseman, some picks. They got Kaminga. Kaminga's going to be a bad man. Like that dude is going to be. 
I don't know. He's got a chance to be really good. You know how, you know how when you get players together and they say uh, there's only one basketball. You know when it, when there's a lot of scores on a team. If you put Wiseman and AD on a team together, do you say there's only one trainer's table? Oh, you, or is that too far? <laughs> That's cold blood. <laughs> Jay's about to get stuck in Toronto again with that. You're missing. You guys are missing the major story here. This is a man who has matured through all of his career, and he's returning back to the beginning. Remember, Steph was at LeBron's camp. LeBron began by supporting Steph, going to his Davidson game, mm. sitting courtside. Mm-hmm. He's always yeah. had an appreciation for Steph. But you know what became, came between them? You guys did. And I'm talking to you, you listeners, you fans. You pitted grown men, oh, good Marcus men, full, full against full each other, against each other, and made them arch enemies. And now they finally grown pat- No, it's not your fault. It's all LeBron's fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that's gonna do it for this point of contention make sure you're subscribed to the athletic make sure you subscribe to the athletic podcast network all the shows what did i miss with michelle beetle no dunks of course all the team specific shows as well for jay king for marcus thompson for jane hoy i'm zach harper see you next time on point of contention Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.